This is A1 Talk, a place where we can talk about anything and no topic is off the table. I'm Antoine, and along with me is my big cousin, Yahaved. We've been A1 since day one, and we want to share our perspective with you. Let's get started and dive into today's episode. Welcome to A1 Talk. Welcome, welcome, welcome to A1 Talk. My name is Antoine. I'm here with my big cuz, yeah. Tell him what's up, man. What's going on? What's going on, people? What's good? All right, all right. Hey, thanks for coming back to listen to us. Um, thanks for everybody who's following us on Spotify and all the other podcast platforms. Also, YouTube and our, YouTube, uh, our Facebook page, Instagram, Twitter. Seeing those numbers go up, and I really appreciate it. Hey, we're getting it how we can. I see people out in public, you know, telling them about it. You know what I mean? Yes, we actually right now we're on the road to a honey. Road to a honey. All right. So got a, a good, very informative uh subject for you today. Something that most people, most adults are gonna actually have to use at some point in time. Hopefully. This is uh how to prepare for a job interview. Okay. Now, Sounds interesting. Now, a lot of these things I wish that I knew when I was going through some of my interview processes. I haven't really interviewed for that many jobs or anything, but these are some good things to know. Some of them are very self-explanatory. Some of them are things Mm -hmm. that you probably didn't think about, but then, you know, once you hear them, you'd be like, okay, that makes sense. But it's all these things right here. It's not like an actual set. Oh, you got to follow all these steps or you won't get it. But it's all good information that you should have. That way you can be as prepared as possible before you go and actually complete the interview process. You got anything before we start, y'all? No, I mean, I think, I believe that you, uh, you know, basically put or laid everything out for them. These are very important things that I believe that uh, I wish we all knew um, before we went to interviews. And maybe this is could have been some of the reasons that, we could or could not have landed the, that job we wanted if we didn't follow some of these steps. So maybe we can point that out. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, uh, the way that we're going to do this is we're going to break this down because there's actually 30 points on here. And when I actually was looking at the article, the first time, you know, I was reading it, yeah, and I was like, okay, maybe it's going to be like a 10 thing or whatever. Then I got to 15. I was like, maybe it's going to be a 20 thing. And it got it got 30. <laughs> so that, like I said, like all these things, you don't have to check every right. one of these boxes. But so mm-hmm. how we're going to do this, we're going to break it down into two parts. So we're going to do 15 and we're going to do a part two and do the last 15 of them. Okay. So, Sounds good to me. So I'm going to jump it off with number one on this list and it's research the company. Very important. You do want to know what it is you're actually getting into. So, you know, what if they they sell any type of products, what services they provide, um, current news going on with the company, maybe they're, you know. It could be they're they're about to merge with another company or it might be some type of scandal with the company or anything like that. They're about to release something new, you know, knowing about these things and being able to to properly convey that to the interviewer. That could be a, a, a good point because then they'll look at you like, OK, this person does know what we do. They understand what we do. Um, uh, previous employees. So talking to a, a person who, who used to work there can give you some good information Uh. Uh, all the the regular things as far as the website um, and uh, just the overall public view of the company overall 
gets a lot of good information that you can know before going in there because you're going to work for some somebody and depending on your position there's a lot of things that you do need to know off the rip and it also impressed the actual interviewer because hey this guy actually did their research they didn't know what they're talking about when they came up in here so researching the company is number one i'm gonna turn it over to yah for number two okay so uh i agree with that a researching company is very important uh if anything it like uh Twan stated that it makes the interviewer very impressed when you can mention things like uh uh just in conversation you know hey i know you guys started in 1923 and uh you started off as a bottle company where do you see yourself you know etc you know it, it definitely will earn you some Absolutely. Business. uh coming in number 2 uh learn everything you can about the open position um, before you can show your interviewer why you'd be a great hire, you need to know what you're, they're looking for. Like, you know, luckily, most organizations have laid out exactly what they want in the applicant um, and like in the job posting. So sometimes you want to go back to the description you looked at before you applied and uh, see what skills and experience are there like they emphasizing um, what problems will um, this hire, uh, what problems will this hire need to solve? Like what, what kind of, well, you know, basically your fit with the company. Um, and I'll say these are some things that, uh, you'll want to emphasize throughout your interview. Okay. And yeah, that just goes back to like, number one, you know, you researching the company, but also, yes, you want to, you want to know pretty much every single thing that you can possibly know about what you're actually about to get into that position. Cause you know, if you don't know anything about it. I don't think person comes in there not prepared they don't even know hey i just came here because y'all had a help wanted sign you know? right <laughs> yahas and on here right Yahians in. <laughs> all right so coming in at number three um try out the company's product or service before you interview and that's if you can so depending on what it is um if they they sell us a certain thing, you know, order it, get a sample of it, you know, be familiar with it because depending on your position that you be very in touch with like actually using that product or telling other people about it. So, you know, you want to be genuine right. in your approach to actually completing the job. So being able to tell a person, hey, yes, this product, I've used it myself. Um, I mean, you know, the, the, the latest, what did they be selling that Mary Kate? Mary Kay, yeah, Mary, Mary Kay, Kay yeah, whatever you yeah. know, you know with them, and I know that's that's you know on the salesman side of stuff, but you know they they hey I use this product myself, but just be familiar with it, and it helps the company that you are show it helps show the company that you are truly interested in the role because hey hey I'm vested look I'm I'm, I'm putting this 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 product on my skin right here, so I must must actually uh, believe me or whatever it is so exactly, but go ahead yeah exactly. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Uh, I definitely believe that this point is great depending on the position that you're looking for. Um, you know, uh, you gave me the example about the Mary Kay. If, uh, if you're selling Mary Kay, you should have used it. <laughs> you know, um, what's the best experience? But, you know, but if you use something yourself, right, you can give a genuine assessment of what you're trying to sell so coming in um next uh one of the good points is saying uh try to learn about your interviewers you know if you're not told who you'll be meeting with during the interview ask 
you know, for each interviewer, learn, you know, that what role they have in the company. Is it, um, you know, prepare some prep questions that are specific to them. You can even ask for details about their role, like discuss current events related to their field or bring up common interests, you know, like um, like what they do outside the office. You know, just stick to one mention in an easier uh accessible spot like um like their company bio on linkedin or something like that because uh, most information is on linkedin nowadays um i know with me being in the tech field and cyber defense um we go about looking at how to prevent uh, companies from being hacked and a lot of times hackers use um linkedin to find a, a target so <laughs> ironically so um, you know, if you know who you're hiring, who's your hiring, uh, the people are going to be interviewing you, you know, get their LinkedIn profile without trying to be too creepy <laughs> and try to see if you can ask some questions about learn about them, you know, so you can fit that in the interview. And just off of that, uh, it, it just helps for, you know, just to get somewhat familiarized that person, not, like you going in there, that's not the first time that you're ever seeing this person, period. Just seeing their face and getting just a little overview of them that can help take some of the anxiety down but instead of that person, you know, nothing. I know you probably won't know their mannerisms, how their voice sounds and any other thing like that, what their wife name is, which is, you don't need to know all that, but it, it, it takes some things away. So everything about that person is not a complete surprise. All right. Going on to number five, find out what type of interview it will be. So there are different types of interviews. Um, you got the, 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 the one-on-one. So you have the, the, the supervisor of a job and you go in there and you meet directly with them. Uh, sometimes you interview with multiple people. So it could be you and then you're sitting there with a supervisor or something like that. And like HR, you usually have like an HR rep there, person responsible for uh, the hiring process. Um, will you have to do an interview presentation? In some places you actually go in and you present more than just yourself. You got, might have to present a PowerPoint to them or, and showing them certain things depending on what the actual job is. And another thing to keep in mind is that is this the only interview in the process? This might be like an interview to get to the next step. They might be have a, a large field to start off with. And that that interview that you're going through that time is going to dwindle that field down to a smaller one and then smaller and smaller. So just know what type that you're getting in. I could tell you from my particular job, y'all, we, we do a team-based thing. So our, our, our team, we don't have a supervisor who, who uh, hires. It's an actual team that hires. So when a person comes in and hires with us, they could be sitting in there from anywhere from four to five people to our a, a full team. Well, for interviewing somebody, a full team is 22. So you could be sitting in there getting interviewed by 21 people. It's kind of... It's very intimidating. intimidating. So, so <laughs> you know, it, it's a lot of times we don't like to... It'd be somewhere between like seven and seven to eight, which still is a lot of people. Still is right, still a but lot of people, yeah. so you just want to know and and get some type of uh, information about what type of interview. That way, you can prepare yourself if you're going to be giving a presentation to a crowd, or if you're going to be having a one on one with somebody. Right now, now before we go to the next one, is that every position or certain positions where they're interviewed by that? Well, is this? Well, we do it so it's with our 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 team concept. But other positions, they actually like interview. I think they do probably with the supervisor and a the HR gotcha. HR rep. All right, well, that's definitely great. I mean, I never heard about that. Uh, um, having that many people, I know I've I think the most I've had at one time was three people. 
um, in an interview, it's, it's, and uh, that was like the third stage. It's definitely, interview, so. it's definitely, it's definitely an experience. Like this, is the first time I've ever seen anything like that. It's, it's very unique in the way that it, it happens. But yeah, it, it was very. Well, I was, I was work. I, I think so, with me, know? I think it was probably about <laughs> nine or ten. Or probably seven. It might have seemed like more people when I was sitting up in there because I thought, you know, I wasn't used to it being that many people in the first place. So it probably seemed like fifty people to me. So democracy <laughs> is working, <laughs> right? <in a> way. <laughs> so you know, and uh, just before we go to the next one, um, not to digress too much. Yeah, also knowing the type of interview that you're going to have does help out. I mean, I know the first time I did a video interview, it was the weirdest thing ever. Like it was timed. You had like. 20 seconds to answer the question. It was actually no one on the other end. They kind of like sent you the questions and you answer wow. it. It was weird. It was definitely weird, but uh, it is what it is. I, I will say the first time I did, it did not go well for me. So, um, but yeah, so that's, that's like a off. norm so, now um, though, right? I know, right? That is a norm, you know, hey. Um, but one of the other things you can do is um, identify your selling points for this job. You know, like even if you're a well-oiled, you know, machine when it comes to interviewing, you know, I think I have some experience. I've interviewed people. I've been on the other side, obviously. I know Antoine has his, has too. Um, it's still essential to spend time thinking carefully about what skills, accomplishments, and interview answers will uh, resonate with your interviewer. You know, most for this job, you know, your um, your creativity, go back to like research and see what makes you most qualified. So that is something that, um, you know, I think that is very relevant when it comes to going to interviews. It's just, you know, make sure kind of like boast on yourself a right. little bit, you know, not too much, but you want to show that you are qualified and you want to make sure that you are selling yourself because, uh, it's a two part thing. And I, and I don't know if this is one of the uh, key points that you've written down with this, but uh, you know, they're they're you're selling yourself, and they're, and also they're selling themselves to you. Right. So you know, you want to understand your position. So, uh, you know, you got any, what's the next thing you got for us? And just like you said, just to piggyback on that, but I mean, basically, you got to put your best foot forward. That's that's exactly. what it is, and and not saying that just and you got to tailor it for that job. So even if you do have something that's 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 just the greatest thing but it was like, like a whole different job field or a whole different type of position you can mention that but what you want to emphasize are, are the things your strengths tailored to that mm. particular position and or role exactly all right uh coming in next we got be ready to tell interviewer about yourself this okay. is probably uh during the team thing you know we we interview people and one of the things I think a lot of people aren't prepared for, and it seems it seems weird and goofy, and some people might not even prepare for it because they know they like I know myself. You should right. That's exactly. one of the hardest parts. Like I, a person who that be the first thing, like, hey, tell us about yourself. That part I feel like a lot of people trip over that part more so than answering the actual questions. Exactly. But it's 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 good to have like your you want to you want to hit on you know I. This is the first beginning of your life as far as, you know, uh, maybe where you went to school, at high school, blah, blah. And then, you know, as far as any of your professional qualifications, professional things, you know, I worked such and such. I mean, you don't, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, especially like me, I'm a 30, about to be 39 year old man. Don't need to know about fast food restaurant I, I worked at when I was 15. So some things you could be getting, oh. giving too much information, but you know, you want to follow along somewhat your resume, not, not hitting every single thing, but the big, the big important parts, jobs that you worked for like two, three, four years and stuff like that. You want to hit those and um, 
and make sure make sure you you are going along with your resume as far as any of the job things like stay within that order you know so telling people about yourself it it seems like it's real easy but don't don't just go off the cuff with that have something prepared and y'all probably have more for you on that man so do what you got man yeah yeah i definitely agree you know you want to make sure that you're you're ready, you know, to tell someone about yourself. It goes back to our last point that we made about kind of being ready to boast about yourself, you know, let them know why you're qualified. Right. Um, and also you want to um, try to make sure that when you're telling about yourself, you're kind to kind of like if you can, you know, and obviously just come with preparing yourself for the interview is like um, kind of relating some things about yourself for the particular position. That you're going for. So you want to kind of like mix that and how it, you know, can tell how you would kind of be a fit for that position that you're going for. So when you're telling about yourself, you want to give stories that kind of that can relate to your position that you're going for. So, um, you know, one of the next things I will point out is, uh, you know, know why you're interested in the position at the company. You know, um, you know, it's likely you'll be asked, like, why you're interested in a particular role at a company. And and if you can't answer that question, you shouldn't probably be at the interview. <laughs> so uh, to make sure you can answer, you know, you want to identify a couple of key factors about the job and the organization that align with your strengths, interests, uh, your interests, I'm sorry, and our uh, like work styles, you know, what gets you excited about the position, you know, even if you're not asked about the, that's, uh, specifically, you can use this to inform your answers to other questions. So, you know, you definitely want to know why you, you came here. Obviously you want to make some money, Absolutely. <laughs> you know, but, uh, <laughs> you, you, you want to, you know, that goes back into doing the research about your company. I mean, I'm not, you have to have, what they say, you have to have a mouthpiece, man. You got to sell yourself. You got to know how to be able to uh, intertwine, you know, you know, being ready to tell about yourself why, and also at the same time, um, you know, tell why you're interested more than just, you know, hey, I heard you guys are paying $90 an hour, you know, Absolutely. why wouldn't I interview, you know, um, <laughs> you know, or I'm just a good fit. That's why, you know, I'm interested with this job or you guys, I heard you guys got the weekends off, you know, you want to do more than that. Y'all get paid every week, you know what I'm saying? So, um, you want to know why you're interested in the position and um, and why is it at that particular company? How do you feel about that? Yeah, you're exactly right. Um, especially like you, you gave the, you know, the little number, like if it's a job that's paying $90 an hour, they obviously know that you, <laughs> you want the job because of that. But if it's a job exactly. paying $90 an hour, it's going to be more than you that's going to be sitting down there. Right. So now yes. we don't care about that part. We, we trying to differentiate why, why you, why, why y'all should have that job over Antoine now. Like, because I, exactly. So that's what it is. So we know the money part. That's, that's why people get jobs. So, all right. Now we just talked about it. Um, do some salary research. So obviously that's why we work. <laughs> we work. So we could make money, so we could pay bills, make a living, and take care of our family. Right. So one of the things you got, you got to know your expectations. So know the what what you're you're trying to get from this job. If you're trying to move mm-hmm. up, especially if you could be interviewing, and I don't think we said this, but like sometimes you're not you're not walking. It's not only just walking in the door. You could be at that same company, but you're applying for a position of promotion. So 
So obviously you're trying to, you know, make it to the next level, which if you're in the same company, hopefully that does come with the pay raise. So, but mm-hmm. know what your expectations are. Know what you know. You set a bar for yourself. And, I'm, and another thing that you got to do is you got to, you got to look at that, that field, that position. What is that? So don't go in there demanding a million dollars on a job that, you know, it pays a, <laughs> It probably pay one hundred and twenty thousand dollars a year. You you got to be have a realistic right. goal, so you do some research on that that field and what 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 is pulled in on that field. And some places have an actual set amount, like this job pays this, and that's what it is. There's not like much negotiation in that, but there's other jobs where you know they 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 go one way or the other. And some, I mean, if you lowball yourself, then they especially they're like, hey, what you expecting? I want sixty five thousand a year, and they'd be like, "Great, great." When can you start? <laughs> Let's take that. Yeah, <laughs> you probably sold yourself short. But what you got, man? Exactly. Yeah, I definitely agree. Especially depending on you know, I know when I first decided to get in, you know, change my career and uh, go into the tech world. You know, I was so excited with the one of the first offers I got that I definitely know I lowball myself. I didn't negotiate mm. at all. Like, you know, I just wanted to get the job because I had no experience, you know. Uh, well, I didn't think I had experience, right? There was experience from my other jobs. It wasn't particularly tech-driven, but it was customer service-driven, things like that that could, you know, relate to, you know, what I was trying to get into, right? You know, because uh, soft skills is definitely a big uh, thing to have and being able to have that in the tech field is a lot it's something that's lacked you know it's kind of like a person that's book smart and street smart right right you know a uh, person might be very street smart i'm um, street smart but you know don't have no sense when it comes to certain things and vice versa very book smart you know but when it comes to street smart <laughs> to have not a lick of common sense so when it, it's the same thing in the tech world from my experience is that um, you have a lot of people that are very educated and know what they do, but they do not know how to um, translate that to their, uh, you know, their colleagues when things uh, need to be done. Right. You know, they they forget that these pe- people might not be as techy as them. So they have to kind of uh, make it in layman's terms to say. But as far as the salary thing, um, you want to definitely know um, you always want to, you know, go at go to your limit like you said do your research see how much they're offering for this position the average amount and always try and say look this is what i'm um what are you guys offering you say if they say we're offering you 45 ask for 55 you know and see what they say you know i mean they can either say no that's not what we're going to offer and you decide to keep it or they can come back with you nine times out of ten and i you know i will tell you that they usually come back with you with something in the middle of that if not what you're asking Mm -hmm. for you know so if you've done your proper research and know that that's what they can afford to do for you. So especially if you're dealing with recruiters, I know that's how it is in the tech field. Uh, you got a lot of recruiters that offer you a certain amount, but um, you usually can ask for more. So, <laughs> so uh, um, going on, you know, uh, just to relate with that, you want to prepare your stories. You know, uh, most interviewers will ask you at least a few questions, you know, like behavioral questions, you know, um, that is about, how you've acted, you know, uh, when something like a certain scenario, like while you can't like really anticipate every possible situation you'll be asked about, uh, you know, your past work experiences, you can and you will need to be able to adapt 
as needed, right? So you got to be up on your P's and Q's when being asked because, you know, you might feel like, oh, I've been to a thousand interviews. It's probably much the same, although some questions might be similar, how they're asked and, and at what point of the interview they could be asked and might throw you off a little bit, right? So you got to be able to adapt to be able to have those stories prepared, have your research done with all the previous points that we made so far to be able to not being taken aback, right? Taken back when it comes to that, or the question is through to doing that, uh, thrown at you that you wouldn't expect it. How do you feel about preparing your stories? Preparing stories. Now, I won't spend too much time mm-hmm. on this point because it actually rolls into the next point. And like you said, you you really can't anticipate what ex- what the exact thing that they're gonna going to actually ask you. But think of scenarios that you've, especially if you're like in a think about with like coworkers. And then think about things like if you've been in a management position and your subordinates, how you've dealt with any type of problem solving, conflict resolution, stuff like that. So on this article they they give, and I, I've heard about this, um, they said use the STAR method while telling your story. So STAR is the acronym of the S is situation. So you briefly lay out the scenario using just enough detail that the interviewer will understand the stakes and everything else in your answer. T is task. Talk about what your role in the situation was. So where were you at? Where, where were you? Were you the person in it? Were you the supervisor coming to help the situation and resolve the situation or whatever? The action, discuss what you did and why. And in result, tell your interviewer about the outcome and what you learned from it. So just using that basic that basic template to put on top of pretty much any situation, you could you could come up with a story and be able to properly Say it because I know that's that's the thing that we do when we, right. we do our interviews with people. Like a lot of ours are behavioral questions like, let's say such and such did this and they weren't coming to work and then they finally came to work and then you've been, you know, carrying a load or whatever. How are you going to approach that situation? So, you know, just thinking about it from that with that template put over it can help you format your story in a way that way you're not stumbling over yourself or anything like that, but you're able to to hit all the good points that they're actually trying to look for when delivering your answer. All right, you go to the next one. Right. Oh, well, hey, you know, going down before we go to the next one, I definitely, definitely understand the star method, man. Like I worked for a particular company, a tech company for three years. And, uh, yeah, they, if they drilled the star method in your head, you know, when it came to, um, trying to be promoted within the company, um, that's how the interviews went. They wanted you to answer every question in a star uh, type of format. And so I was very familiar with the star <laughs> method um, and how to utilize it in an interview. And I will say it does work. I mean, it always makes sure that you have, uh, you know, a beginning, the middle and the end when it comes to answering a particular question or and, 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 and it also, you know, all this call these uh tips kind of like tying in because if you have your stories prepared if you've done your research you know the star method will be really easy for you to to go like your, your go-to you can never hit you know i mean you can never miss when you're using the star method in my opinion right it's very right. easy um, if you prepare your information so um another thing in you know like i said these things kind of tie up you know with each other you know you want to jot down important numbers and details you know you don't want to forget about the numbers, you know, find some revenue numbers, you know, engagement numbers, budgets or team size percentage, you know, uh, of time saved or anything else you can use to communicate, you know, your impact, you know, try to throw in some hard numbers when talking about your responsibilities and accomplishments, you know, with different companies, 
you know, our answer and behavior interview questions really uh, sweetens the deal. You know, also, it helps you tell a hiring manager why you're so awesome. Going back to what we said, you know, to, uh, what they say, uh, beat your own horn. Or, toot your own horn. Toot your yeah. own horn. <laughs> you know, you can even write down so you can uh, you can even write it down so you can refer to them during the interview. You know, so, I mean, just jot down some information and important notes during the interview, you know, because like I said, there's I'm pretty sure uh, one of the tips that you know, myself or Tuan has is that making sure that you're asking them questions too, right? So when you're jotting down important information and details and rules, you know, uh, while during the interview, you want to make sure that you have that um, when uh, being asked these questions, right? And, and putting these things out. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know if either one of us said anything. I mean, you ain't got to go in there with no bare hands, you know? Right. Exactly. There's nothing wrong mm-hmm. with you taking some some note stuff because nobody expects you to remember, especially when it comes to like numbers and details and things like that. You know, you can, but the fact that you did, you did that research is because you have it written down. You did that research numbers and, and, and y'all said this, I mean, numbers based on things that you've done, like, cause you could, you could be talking about that. You were responsible for uh, this much equipment, this, this, this much money's worth equipment, um, this many people, you 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 pulled in this much in sales, so on and so forth, and then also with their numbers, whatever. And you can say how your numbers can relate to theirs. Like I can help boost your sales numbers up by doing this. I know you you're sitting at this, and I can help you get to this. So you know, using those numbers. You know, people like numbers. Sometimes people are impressed with numbers, don't even understand what's going on. But like, hey, that sounds good, though, don't it? It sound good, <laughs> but nobody said that nan nutter like you said that nan nutter. It sound good though. Nobody know what it means, but it sound good. But yeah, so but yeah, it, it it just shows that it's just another thing. It it shows that you that you you didn't just just wake up, get the interview, and just just go in there on a whim. You you actually prepared for it. So that's just one thing. It might not necessarily be the numbers part of it, but it shows like this person like. It's really trying, eh? So it shows a commitment to to the job. Should, should you get it right? All right, uh, exactly. Uh, the next one is brush up on overall interview skills. So just certain things like nerves. So I would say practice, practice. Get another person. Like when you the information that you find out about the interview beforehand, try to imitate that to the best of your knowledge, to the best that you know. Like if it is a group interview. Uh, try to find if you got two or three friends or whatever to sit in there and do an interview or whatever without you knowing anything about they can you can have them pull their own questions or whatever that way you're not prepared for it that way so you can actually try to prepare and create the most genuine practice uh scenario that you can um and that helps you get rid of nerves i know you'll be more familiar with your friends because y'all buddies and everything but it still will help it so you can see what the outlook is um don't try to sound too rehearsed. Don't so you because you start to sound robotic in there. And then, you know, we don't want you just they don't want you just regurgitate things. That's why a lot of the, those other behavioral questions, they're trying to, you know, catch you not off guard, but they're trying to see how you're thinking on your feet. And just 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 the the, the overall sense of confidence. Confidence is definitely something that it it's a natural thing, but it's also the more recent, like just you know, the more like the more you know about what you're doing as far as researching the company, knowing all the information that you need, it gives you more confidence because you know what 
you know what you're doing in there. You know what you're going to say to them should they ask these questions. But if you go in there blind, obviously you're going to be more nervous or you're going to lack confidence. Some people just have confidence that borders on cockiness, which isn't the same thing, but you have confidence because you know that you have prepared. So exactly. But go ahead, man. Yeah, just, just like a musician, I'm pretty sure every musician has performed everywhere. They're not, you know, they don't lack confidence, but they still get uh, nervous, right? Because it's only natural when they're Absolutely. performing somewhere new, right? So you, but they are confident in their skills, right? Because they know they put in the work that when it starts, it starts and that, you know, that nervousness kind of fades away. So it's the same thing with brushing up on your interview skills, I believe too. So, you know, like you said, you know, grab a friend, you know, some things that work for me when I came to learning new skills um, is, you know, record myself, record myself um, saying what I'm going to answer or are or, you or, or just basically articulating myself better, um, being prepared, you know, when it came to interview. So I agree with that. Um, another thing is which ties into the last few things we mentioned is, you know, just practice, but don't memorize your answers to the common, you know, interview questions. You know, you can always, you know, and you should familiarize yourself with common interview questions, but don't prepare by writing out your entire answer, you know, instead, just try to jot some notes down, you know, or some bullet points to keep you, um, you know, keep on hand for the interview, you know, yourself, you know, you'll try to ensure that you cover the basis without reading from a script. That's something that you want to try to practice, you know, practice looking in the mirror, like Twan said, and answering them out loud, you know, try prep work, you know, uh, like I stated, you know, record yourself speaking to yourself. Um, so basically when you do have the interview, you can kind of be more comfortable, right? So you can be like, uh, ready for the interview, you know, like you said, not trying to memorize everything, but just write down a few bullet points, but you're more comfortable and prepared when it comes time for that interview. Right. Mm. I mean, he, you pretty much got it all, man. Just don't over practice. Don't overdo it. He's going to overthink right. it. And then that, that you either come out sounding mm-hmm. robotic or you come out sounding like, super nervous so don't just don't overdo it exactly like you said the notes and everything keep you inside the parameters of the answers that way you don't drift off too far but right in the parameters so keep you keep you in check during your answering but don't don't try to just overdo it because you know it just it just sounds not natural all right for the final one for this episode we got think about body language big thing big thing and i go back to where we do our, our our interviews and I know a big thing about it is it'd be a lot more people in there in there that they uh realize would be in there. So, you know, you can see a person moving, shifting around in a seat. Um, make sure you try to try to just get a good posture, sit straight up in your seat. I try to find a focal point. You you wanna move, but I keep keep my hands right up on my lap, one hand on each thigh. Um, don't sit with your legs crossed. Or your arms crossed, definitely. That definitely gives off a bad vibe. You seem closed off. Um, if you do a, a video interview, consider putting video window right near the camera on your computer or wherever your camera is located. That way, when you're looking, obviously you're gonna be looking at yourself and that person that you're you're like maintaining some type of eye eye contact. If you're doing it, and I'll say as far as if you're doing an interview with multiple people, especially if they're like all in front of you, scan back and forth. Don't focus on just one person, but scan back and forth. What you got, man? 
Yeah, I agree with you. You know, you want to make sure that your body language definitely shows that you're engaged. You know, a lot of interviews, like we stated earlier, are done online, you know, or Zoom or Teams. Um, so uh, one trick that um, I basically uh, try to do myself and I actually read into that is try to make sure that like the on screen, like for the interviewer, their little box that they might have, you can kind of position it while where the camera is. So or like next to it. So it won't look like you're like looking away when they're giving you questions or giving you an interview. Um, you also want to be uh, make some non uh, verbal gestures or expressions to show that you're listening without cutting off your microphone, you know, cutting off their microphone at least. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, body language is definitely uh, a big thing. All right. Well, that concludes part one. Make sure to tune in to get the rest of them. You got anything else, y'all? Nah, you know, I just like to think, like you uh, stated earlier, I like to thank everyone that's been listening so far. You know, like I said, we're on a, a road to 100 um, and then going on from there. So anybody that's been with us so far, we really appreciate you. And if people that are going to be listening to this later on in the journey, you know, we appreciate you joining what you did. So thanks again for all the support. We really appreciate it. Thanks for listening to A1 Talk. Don't forget to follow us on all your social media. Also, check out our website at a1talk.com. That's a-y-1-talk.com. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to A1 Talk.